CEO. Three little letters that can make you feel pumped up or running in the other direction. Badass boss bitch or boring middle-aged guy in a gray suit. On today's show, we're talking about the term CEO. I don't actually care what you've previously believed to be true about this term because I'm here to declare that we are reclaiming this, my love. We're creating our own definition today, one that is relevant to us, one that resonates with us, and one that calls us to rise up and reclaim this term, step into it, embody it, and make it our own. Feminine energy style, because that's how we do things around here, right? How many female CEOs do you know who are kicking ass at business, living their limitless lives, and showing up as the kind of mothers they want to be? I'm guessing not that many. Well, not anymore because that changes today, my love. Let's do this. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast. I'm your host, Corey Javid, money mindset expert, success coach, mother, tea drinker, energy obsessed, manifester, afternoon bath lover, and thought leader in financial empowerment for mums. I know that we get to be successful because we are mothers, not in spite of it. And so around here, we do things differently. I've torn up the business rulebook and created a new paradigm for us, one in which we create results using energy instead of effort. I'm on a mission to help you ditch the old way of creating success. You know the one where you work hard, hustle, and sacrifice. You and instead teach you how to increase your impact and income without increasing your hours and how to manifest your dreams. So if you're a mother who's ready to learn how to elevate your energy to start making bank and start living your limitless life, this is your podcast, my love, and I'm your new biz bestie. Join me as we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's me, Corrie Javid from CorrieJavid.com, your self-proclaimed business bestie. How you doing, my love? Are you having a beautiful week thus far? I hope you had a relaxing, presumably long weekend where you are. We've just been having a wonderful time over here. Um, And I am so excited for today's show. We have one of my lovely mastermind clients to thank for today's episode. So I've actually been planning an episode like this for some time, but then she and I were having a conversation about the term CEO. And she was like, nah, doesn't resonate with me. I need a different term. And we had a whole conversation. And I was like, do you know what, my love? I'm going to fast forward this um, podcast episode, bring it up the schedule, um, and I'm going to convince you. (laughs) So while I'm convincing her, I'm hoping to convince you as well. We need to reclaim the term CEO as mothers in business. We need to make it relevant to us. We want it to resonate with us. I'm here for it. I hope you are too. So let's have just a a quick catch up, shall we? What's been going on where you are? Let me know. I always like to hear from you. Um, Over here, what's new? Oh, so I mean, those of you who already signed up for the Biz Bestie voice memos 
from moi know um, that we are buying a van. But if you haven't been subscribing to that, then you don't know about that little life update for the Javid household. So I'm going to fill you in. But before I do, you've been missing out, my love. These are raw, unedited, unfiltered, unplanned little snippets of audio that I leave for you as my biz bestie um, on a sporadic basis in a private podcast feed. If that sounds good to you, and no, it's nothing like the podcast. If that sounds good to you, head over to corriejavid.com forward slash bestie so you can like not miss out. Um, But I will give all of you an update on the van situation. So I'll keep it brief, but um, you probably heard me mention on the show before that my husband and daughter and I have become obsessed with a couple of YouTube channels. Um, that are all about van life and it's like a whole subculture that I did not know existed and we kind of stumbled across it and it's basically there's lots of people who are van lifers meaning that they actually live in a van that's been converted into kind of a camper so they're not like um the whole thing here is they're not created as camper vans like off the factory off the factory and they don't roll out of the factory as camper vans they are just regular old vans that have been converted into campers so they're kind of bespoke custom insides to them um and we become a bit obsessed with these and we just decided to go for it ourselves now we're not going to live in one so i hasten to add that that's not my style um and we're not going to even it's not probably going to become even our main holiday um outlet um because i still love a good old airbnb and i still love a really nice fancy hotel those things haven't changed however we really want to just embrace more adventure in our lives that's what kind of covid has taught us that we really love hanging out as a three and we really love exploring and adventuring and we want something that can really help us make more of our weekends and those little pockets of time that we have off where we're not going away And so we're getting a van. It's very exciting. We've ordered it from the factory. We haven't got a build date yet from the factory. We're buying a monster of a van in my husband's typical fashion. He went for the biggest, badassiest version that he could find. (laughs) He doesn't do things by halves. Um, And yeah, and so we've put put down our deposit and we're just waiting. So we were indicated that sometime later in the summer it should be ready. But that's just going to be the empty van and then he's going to convert it. So if we have any warm weather left, the plan is that we're going to um, just kind of lob a bed in the back, largely speaking, could take some camping gear and kind of just use it for the odd weekend, the odd kind of more wild camping overnight stay um, until the weather becomes less favorable. And then he's going to spend the winter properly kitting it out. We're talking solar panels, we're talking heating, a little kitchenette, a proper size double bed for him and I, a little single for the little pudding um and all sorts of exciting things so my next question to you is should we start our own youtube channel should we start an instagram account for this adventure are you interested let me know um but yeah we're excited we don't care either way we're we're excited you know we we think this is going to be just so much fun and just a really nice kind of project that we can all get involved in and all enjoy together so yeah that's what's going on over here it's exciting over in the javid household so um also we've never bought a brand new um vehicle before we um, my husband is very handy you may know this about him him um and that doesn't just extend to house renovations he's also able to completely like rebuild engines and stuff like that which he's actually legit done before um so he fixes all of our cars so he 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 feels quite strongly about not buying brand new cars because he thinks it's kind of like a waste um but in this instance i won't bore you with all the details we're buying a brand new van so 
That's happening. It's quite exciting. Feels like something to be celebrated. Um, no doubt we'll be cracking some champagne. You know, that's how we roll. But what else um, do I have to catch you up on? Well, I've obviously been promoting the Elevated Abundance waitlist here for the last few weeks. And you ladies have been hopping on that train. And as a result, well, today I was going to say, yay, doors are officially open. And they are, but <laughs> the eight April intake is now full. So, um, sorry, I did that thing again where I've launched with no spaces, but here's what I'm going to do for you instead, my love. Um, I still want you to head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate because what we are doing now is we are taking deposits. So if you decide that you want to go ahead and become one of the biz best me's inside the Elevated Abundance Mastermind with your new gang of pals and start creating some of that business magic and be coached by me, then, um, and you want to save a space for September, we're taking deposits now. So 250 pounds to secure your space. You and I have to have had a call first because I'm um, really all about curating the right energy within this group and also making sure that it's the right fit for you. So um, if you head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate, have a look, read the sales page, my love, ha soak up all of the energy. You may even just get some shifts from reading that. Um, it's been known to happen. And I would say book a call with me ASAP. Now, I know you could be thinking like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. It's only April. I'll I'll worry about what I'm doing in September nearer the time. Eh, that would be a mistake, my love, because there's every likelihood that this will be filled out way before then. I already have one person who's <laughs> paid a deposit for September. And don't forget that anybody who's in the existing... Um, two groups has the first dibs on um, spaces and my re-enrollment rates are always really high. So if you want to work with me this year, my love, this is the only way available to you right now and I would not delay. And so here's the thing. If you look at the sales page for the Elevated Abundance Mastermind and you think, yeah, this does sound really good, but I'm not sure if I'm ready. I don't know if I'll be ready by September. I don't know if I'm going to be able to afford it. If you've got questions or doubts, just book your chat with me anyway, my love, and I can help you with that. I can help you figure that out. I'm not here to hard sell anybody into that. I just want the right people for whom it's a hell yes and it's a right fit for them and it's the best next step for them as well. So I will be totally honest with you if I don't think that it's the right time for you or if I don't think it's the right fit for you and I'll let you know what I think is the best next move for you. So go ahead and book your call even if you're not sure corriejavid.com forward slash elevate, click on one of the green buttons, get that call booked in ASAP, my love, because I already have some calls booked in. These people are going to be chatting with me about September because these people are still from the waiting list. And I don't want you to miss out. I would love to work with you this year. If you want to be making more money and not working more hours, if you want to be growing that business that you love and that lights you up and that supports you and your lifestyle and your family and creates just that amazing abundance in your life, then you know that's my jam. It's my superpower. Come and work with me. Let's do that. CorriJavid.com forward slash elevate. Okay, my love, let's get into reclaiming the term CEO as a mother in business. Yay. I'm really excited about this episode. So 
I wouldn't blame you if you feel like the term CEO just feels like something you don't relate to. Mm. I've had a lot of conversations with women who are like, yeah, it just doesn't vibe with me. Maybe you've never thought of yourself as a CEO. Business owner, yes, but just maybe not CEO. It just doesn't seem kind of relevant. Maybe the term CEO conjures up images of like balding, middle-aged white guys in grey suits in stuffy offices who leer at you and openly ask if you're going to be a love and fetch some tea. True thing that happened to me in corporate world. (laughs) Or, I mean, I laugh, but it's disgraceful. But let's move on. That's not the point of today's show. Or maybe you find the suggestion that you could step into the role of CEO in your own business as like daunting. Maybe it's a phrase that feels like really weighted with responsibility or number crunching or other tasks or duties that you feel would take you away from the things that you love most about your business. Maybe you love the term CEO and you can't wait to feel more CEO, to have a team to delegate to and be in charge of driving the vision. Wherever you fall on this spectrum, my love, I think there's one thing we can all agree on, the phrase CEO has many outdated, outmoded ideas attached to it, doesn't it? And it's been, I don't know, it feels like it's been dipped in masculine energy. Do you know what I mean? Because it's come from that old world, that old business world that was built by the patriarchy, right? So of course it comes with very masculine energy, kind of connotations and associations. Well, not anymore. That's the point of today's episode. I'm here today to convince you, and I feel like I'm going to convince you, to join me in reclaiming this term CEO fast as mothers and business owners. So let's wipe away the masculine energy. Just get like a spritz it with some hand gel, (laughs) use a wet wipe on it, um, and decide what the term CEO means for us, us who are mothers and business owners. And let's do this CEO thing our way, the feminine energy way, shall we? Because that's just how we roll around here. So let's reclaim the term CEO. So let's break it down. Um, We've wiped the slate clean. We've got the wet wipe out. Um, And let's just say that the, the term CEO for today's episode, like we don't need to go into all of the, the negatives, all of the things that just don't feel good about it currently. Let's just wipe it clean and let's choose to decide a definition for ourselves today. Yes, we get to decide. We get to decide how we view this term CEO. So in the same... And it's not very different from the same way that we've decided around here that we get to do business without hustle, without grind, without sacrifice, right? We've decided around here that we're done with the old model of success. We've decided around here that we have a new paradigm, one in which we use our energy instead of effort to create the impact and the income that we desire. So it makes sense that around here, we have our own definition of CEO. Don't you agree? So take your whole previous definition of CEO, any parts of it that didn't feel amazing, and just chuck it in the bin. And before we reclaim the term CEO and before we define it for ourselves, because we're radicals, my love, rebels maybe even, and because that's what we do, I do actually have a bit of a news flash for you though. (laughs) So here's the thing. I want you to lean in and listen to this closely. You already are the CEO of your business, my love, whether or not that term has been vibing with you, whether or not you've realized it, you are. So I had a look at like, what's the current definition of this? I looked at good old Investopedia. Maybe you're like, good old Investopedia? I've never looked at it. (laughs) Back in my, (laughs) I'll tell you a funny little story. Back in my, I feel like I've built that up now. It's not that funny of a story. I'll tell you a story. Uh, Back in my corporate days in the investment bank, 
Um, I was, how do I want to phrase this? I was required, I guess, and expected to know lots about different investment types, like, you know, all the different types of derivatives and bonds and equity and blah, blah, blah. And I don't know why I just could not retain that information. And I'm a pretty smart cookie. I'm not going to die. I'm pretty good at le- learning stuff. Um, and for whatever reason, it, the the details of these things would always just fall out of my head. I think probably because I just wasn't interested in it. Let's just be honest. If I'm interested in something, I'll make the effort to learn it. But so Investopedia, anyway, long story short, was my go-to. I was always like on a, on a client call, just kind of discreetly <laughs> going on Investopedia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they're talking about. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> just check my knowledge there. Anyway, I headed over to Investopedia um, and looked at the definition of a CEO, chief executive officer. And it says this, uh, chief executive officer is the highest ranking executive in a company. Well, my love, you may be the only employee of your company full time. You might have more staff, but the fact of the matter is you are the highest ranking individual in your business, even if you're the only individual, right? So, check, you actually meet that criteria. It goes on to say, whose primary responsibilities include making major corporate decisions. Well, perhaps you just haven't been viewing your decisions that way, but you are making all of the decisions in your business, I'm guessing. And so, check. And then it continues with managing the overall operations and resources of a company. Last time I checked, you were in charge of those things, my love. Check. Um. And finally, acting as the main point of communication between the board of directors, okay, maybe you have one, maybe you are the board, and the corporate operations, again, maybe you have somebody in charge of ops for you, maybe that's you, and being, so that part there, okay, it might feel like, yeah, but I don't have a board of directors, so it's not that relevant, but it's just about that function of being um, at the helm of the business, right? And finally, it says being the public face of the company. Probably if you've got a personal brand, that's you, my love. So, okay, this is a very, let's say, dry (laughs) definition of the phrase CEO. Um, However, I feel like before we move on, I would just love you to accept the fact that even if you hadn't previously been thinking of yourself in this way, you just are the CEO of your business, my love. So, it behooves you. Oh, that's a good word, isn't it? Behooves. It behooves you to um, make sure that you are down with your own definition and it sparks and ignites an exciting energy within you rather than feeling like a term that's just kind of separate from you or actually a bit meh or however you've been previously feeling, right? So I feel like I've stated my case. (laughs) Also, actually, I do want to check in with you on something. So before we get into this new definition that I've, of course, crafted for us, but you go ahead and make any tweaks that you want for you, my love. We know that we've been perceiving this this term CEO in this old way, right? Because it was born out of the old model. So of course, it's going to have like kind of old, outdated, outmoded, masculine energy vibes all around it, right? But here's the thing. I really would love you to take a moment. Maybe you do it now. Maybe you do it later. But I think this is a really, really important activity to do. And if you have previously rejected the term CEO for whatever reason, whether or not it was like you actually had an aversion to the term or whether it was that you just never even gave it any thought, if it was if you had anything other than a really positive relationship with the term, I really strongly suggest that you take a minute 
to distinguish between how much of that reaction to the phrase CEO came down to the ideas, the connotations, the um, suggestions that the, the term brought with it. That's fine. But how much of it was down to your perception of yourself, my love? Because on a more serious note, this is the other thing that I see. So yes, it might be that there are aspects of this phrase CEO that seem outdated, outmoded, etc. We've already discussed that like a million times already, right? <laughs> um, but the thing that I know to be true, having kind of coached women through this same process many times, is that sometimes there's a whole list of reasons why they just don't like the, the phrase CEO. Cool, we're going to get to that. Um, but on the other side, sometimes there is within you uh, a little sort of feeling or suggestion that you don't quite measure up. You're not quite worthy of the term CEO or not quite yet accomplished enough or successful enough or good enough. And it's all BS, right, my love? It's all bullshit. You get to take the phrase and own it today. You don't need to do anything different. You don't need to be anything different. You don't need to achieve anything else yet. Right now, today, you are worthy of this phrase. So but I think it's a really important thing to do before you start really stepping into our new reclaimed term of CEO as a mother and business owner, because that part is going to still be causing resistance, even with the new definition. If you don't look at it, shine a light on it and give yourself permission and work on your feeling of worthiness from within. Yes. So I, if if I just go ahead and tell you and sell you on my new definition for us for this phrase CEO, that's all well and good. But if you haven't been taking a minute to look within and see if there's any resistance to that phrase or that idea that you are this kind of like leader for your business and this visionary, etc., then um, then it's still not going to stick, right? And I think it actually is an important term, we'll go into why in a minute, but I think that this is a really um, necessary little step to do first. So either pause and do that now, if that feels good, you could just literally journal on it. Like if you just brain dump all of the ways in which this term doesn't feel like it fits, then you may get to, and you kind of ask yourself why, like, so if you said it doesn't fit because of X, then ask yourself, why doesn't that, you know, X feel true for me? And maybe, and then you can kind of categorize it into that's just because that's the old version of this term. Um, or some of them might be actually, oh yeah, do you know what? I can see that I've been holding myself back from feeling able to step into a role like this that wields more power and influence and, you know, all of the things that can, can come with it if we choose and decide. So, really would love you to do that. Let me know how you get on with that. If that um, throws up any aha moments for you, you know I always like to hear from you. Send me an email, support at corriejavid.com. I will always personally reply, at least for now. <laughs> at some point, that will become untenable. But right now, you can still get a definite personal reply from me. Okay, so let's presume that you've done that piece. Then let's get on to reclaiming this term, shall we, my love? So now, before I present to you my definition, I haven't actually <laughs> like crafted a really concise or succinct definition of the phrase CEO, CEO that we could like 
whack up on some new dictionary or something. That's not really my purpose here. Um, I'm just going to kind of describe to you how I feel about the term CEO, how I've redefined it and reclaimed it for myself as a mother and a business owner. And I'm just going to invite you to do the same. I don't really want to get into specific semantics and get into that kind of like a a dry exercise on that front. It's more about the energy behind this phrase that I'm interested in, of course, like, duh. Um, So let's get into it. So I feel like when I think of myself as CEO and when I think of stepping up and into that role, because that is the point of this term. And that's why I'm really passionate about getting you to reclaim this with me, because it's a way of stepping up. It's a way of going all in. It's a way of elevating, of up-leveling, because it is that role that is at the pinnacle, at the top of your business. Now, it doesn't matter if you are the only person in your business. It's still acknowledging your position at the top and your importance there and the power and influence that you can, if you choose, wield and use for good, right? So, that's why I think it's really important that we reclaim this. And so when I think about how I view the energy of this term CEO in a really good way, that one in a way that fits this new model that we like to operate in, where we use energy instead of effort, right? I feel like I'm embodying that queenly feminine energy that we've been talking all about all through Feminine Energy Month and previously beyond that, right? And I see it as a really great term and phrase in that way to spark and ignite that feeling of that queenly energy inside me. Because if you think about it, let's say you have a ruling queen, maybe don't use like our queen in the UK because she's like, you know, not necessarily, I mean, okay, I'm not going to go into all of that, but I'm, yeah, for me, she's not the kind of like the best representative of of this energy. I don't know her personally, so who knows? She could be. Um, and maybe she does feel that way too. But I, <laughs> yeah, anyway, I'm feeling more like some kind of, I don't know, Cleopatra or something. You know, some kind of like really regal, powerful, magnetic, queenly ruler um, who is at the top, who is at the helm, who has a vision for, so the, a queenly ruler would have a vision for her her people, her country, etc. right? And she wants to improve things for them and she has a vision and she expects um, to be supported in making that happen. So it's very similar in, in a way to, you know, being the CEO of your business. I'm betting, because I speak to enough of you that I know, um, I'm betting that, you know, you have designs on things outside of just the sort of strict remit of your business. And by that, I mean, you know that you have a wider impact that you want to make. You want to leverage your business at some point to be making an even bigger impact, whether that's with your community at large or whether that's some kind of charitable or non not for profit work, pretty much every woman that I speak to who has a business has a dream for her business. But she also has, if if she taps into it, which is part of, part of my magic, and I help women get in tune with their genuine desires, right? Um, but she also has a dream that goes beyond that. That's a, more than just that legacy of abundance for her kids, which is an amazing and magical and beautiful thing to be creating. But it's also a legacy of abundance for a wider community or a wider group of people or a cause or initiative that's really true to her heart. So uh, embodying this queenly feminine energy and seeing the term CEO as 
what happens when you step into that energy and look at your business from that vantage point, I think it's a really powerful shift that you can be making, right? So to me, this new phrase, CEO as a mother and business owner, it's about standing in our own power, my love. It's about not giving our power away, whether that be to the pandemic, to circumstances, to other people with strong opinions around us, other people who want us to just please them. You know, we could go into all sorts of places that we can give our power away. But when we step up and into this beautiful new feminine energy infused term, CEO, and into this role, we are very much standing firmly in our power because we are acknowledging by adopting the term CEO that we are in the position of ultimate power within our business. And let's not be afraid of that power because that power opens doors. It creates opportunities. It can be leveraged for so much good within our business, creating opportunities for employment, for example, um, creating opportunities to serve at a really high level, the people that you serve, and also creating more good in a wider ripple effect in the world. So standing in our own power is an amazing thing to be doing. And that's one of the aspects of using and reclaiming this term CEO that really appeals to me. Also, um, the energy here that I think that we can actually keep from the existing term potentially, but bring into it, bring our own spin on it, our own vibe to it, is one of being decisive. So in that definition that we looked at earlier, it talked about, you know, high level decision making. And you're already doing that, my love. You are already making all of the decisions in your business, right? From the top to the bottom. So you are involved in high level decision making. Um, But there's something about when we step into that role of CEO, that we acknowledge that we are doing that because sometimes it kind of just happens organically, right? But there's something about the CEO decision-making that means that we rise up out of the weeds and the details and the day-to-day of our business. And we kind of survey where we're going, what we're trying to achieve, how things are working. We make decisions from that higher up viewpoint. Now, the feminine spin that I like to bring to this is that we're making those decisions not just based on analysis and number crunching and, you know, all of those things which have their place, don't misunderstand me, but we're also bringing to it that beautiful feminine intuition. We find it so much more easy as female identifying people or even people with a kind of higher um, balance of feminine energy which can be, you know, men as well. And I don't, I know we have a female listeners. Hello. Um, <laughs> but we find it so much easier when we are in tune with our feminine energy to um, listen to our intuition, to be connected with that divine guidance and to trust it. And that's a really beautiful thing in our businesses. And anytime I make decisions from that place, they always pan out. They, My gut never steers me wrong. I don't know if you've been nurturing that relationship with yourself. And if you haven't, we should totally talk because that's one of the things that I love to help my clients do. But when you are in a position of really trusting yourself and trusting your internal compass, your internal guidance system, your intuition, trusting your creativity, trusting the inspiration that comes to you and following it, when you are in that place, it's amazing the kind of magic that can happen in your business. And it's so much uh, more empowering too, right? And we end up growing a business that's really beautiful thing that really serves us and everybody around us rather than when we make decisions just from a 
place of this just makes most sense on paper. I feel like this is the obvious quote unquote next step or I feel like I should be doing this. When we make decisions only from that part of thinking and in only in that energy, it's really easy actually to build a business that we don't really love anymore. So uh, this is how this term CEO can really serve us was when we view our position as a decision maker in the business as an important one. We use it as a way of taking time to step into this energy and make those high level decisions, but we do it from a place of connectedness to our intuition and to like divine guidance, if that feels good to you too. So the um, other aspect of reclaiming this term as CEO, as mother and business owner that I want to bring to you today is this idea of visionary. So this is very much one of the sort of standard um actual definitions of the term CEO is that, you know, you are the visionary, you're, you're in charge of steering the vision of the company and the, you know, potentially responsible for the culture, etc., the mission, all of those things kind of are guided by the CEO. So this is something that we should definitely not shy away from because I bet that you have a really exciting vision for your business. And if you don't, my love, then we should totally chat because that can be one of the things keeping you stuck. If you cannot see like beyond maybe this year, for example, like something three to five years out, it doesn't have to be all planned. Like here's exactly how I'm going to get there. Don't misunderstand me. But having that really exciting kind of north star that's guiding you that really compelling emotionally compelling and exciting vision for you for your business for your family and this is why um this is a different aspect of this term as we are now claiming it because we don't just have that vision that is only for say shareholders and only for profit at all costs we are here to tune into and create and then guide our businesses towards a vision that yes comes with mega income and also the mega impact so that can be impact the direct impact that our business makes in a really beautiful way and like I said but it can also and should include what's the impact that this vision brings for my family for me in my personal life and also for my community or other causes and things that I'm interested in so I think that's a really expanded energy that um, we can sort of harness to and use it to actually to kind of elevate our thinking and tune into a really abundant energy when we are doing this kind of visioning work in this way. Does that make sense? So that's a kind of broad sweep of my view of this term CEO and how I've been reclaiming it as a mother and business owner. These are the things that excite me, this idea of embodying this queenly feminine energy, of standing in my own power and using it for good, of being decisive in a way that is very much connected to my intuition and guided by my intuition, and feeling so connected to and compelled by my vision of the future and using that to as a as a energetic driving force that propels my business along without actually, you know, a ton of effort because that's not how we work around here, right? <laughs> because I'm tapped into that abundant energy that comes from the type of visions that as mothers and business owners we create. So that's why I get excited about this stuff. You can see it, right? So let's just kind of have this new definition in our minds and let's just look at what it would mean for a company where the CEO, you, is very much firmly standing proudly 
with this badge of CEO, having reclaimed it fully, feeling amazing about it, having her own new feminine energy infused definition of it, what would that mean for your business, right? So, you know, it would probably mean that you actually create even more momentum for your business because you're perhaps potentially taking some more time now having adopted this term CEO to create some space in your days or weeks for CEO thinking because it's something that now resonates with you, now feels relevant to you. That's only ever going to be a good thing for your business, right? To rise up, like I said, out of the weeds, out of the day-to-day, every now and then and be looking at where am I going? Where am I leading this business to? Because otherwise it's so easy to feel stuck on this kind of hamster wheel, to be so fixated on our to-do lists that we're not actually taking some time to really look at where we're going and what we're doing and why and having some more high-level thinking time and making more high-level decisions. It's going to be a massive benefit for your business. And just have a think about it. If we start gathering together, reclaiming this term as CEO, as mothers and business owners, we can start creating a huge movement of these female leaders because that's what we are. And it's about owning our positions as leaders. Even, hey, you don't get me started. Even if you've got one follower on Instagram or one email subscriber, you're still a leader, right? Because <laughs> you are leading your business and anybody who may be paying attention to you along the way. It's about owning that first, not waiting until you get there, until you adopt this energy. Same as we're always talking about with these things, right? We've got to adopt the energy of being the CEO in a really great way that feels good to us first, before then we make all of these amazing things happen next. We need to be first and then have second, right? Well, then we do in the middle, (laughs) but you do have. And imagine like a world in which there are so many more CEOs really having reclaimed this term in this way and bringing this different energy, this different spin to it. Like we would have so many, I believe, we'd have so many more more organizations who truly care, not just about profit, but actually about impact, about our planet, about equality, about all of the things that really do matter and that aren't being um, properly considered by businesses that are just driven for profit, right? I'm not going to get into like a whole political speech here. <laughs> you know, I do feel strongly about this. And it doesn't matter whether your business is making £5,000 a year, £500,000 a year, or £5 million a year. We all contribute, my love. We all contribute to the tapestry of the business space. And our voices matter, our businesses matter, and our contributions matter, right? So I feel like by reclaiming this term for ourselves and showing up in this way, we'll create these businesses that care, we'll create more inclusive and nurturing environments, we'll create environments in which creativity is rewarded over hours worked. We'll also be able to model what it looks like to enjoy a balanced life and be the CEO because we haven't had that model to us. And this is one of the reasons why this phrase hasn't felt necessarily available to us or like something we even want because we've seen too many examples of people operating under that old model of success and wearing this badge of CEO, right? So it's time that we actually took 
public charge and we are the ones to go out and model what this can look like in a really positive way because let's stop waiting or hanging around for somebody else to do that for us. There are a few examples out there, but there are not that many, right? Because we're not talking about being CEOs in this way. So there are loads of women out there who are the CEOs of their own businesses, who are mothers and business owners like you and I, who are doing a really great job. You might be one of them. I work with loads of them, but because we're not out there claiming and owning the term CEO, then we're not out there representing this term in a really positive way for our peers. So let's do it for our peers. Let's do it for the next generation as well. And Let's step up into and embody this energy, reclaim CEO, wear it, love it, use it for good. And I think this could be an incredible force for change potentially, right? So, okay, maybe I'm just getting really carried away, but I think it's very exciting. And so that's a big kind of zoomed out look at kind of how this could have a really cool ripple effect if we start just reclaiming it, owning it, and using it more. But let's actually zoom back into you, to your business now. What do you do with this now? So if you're feeling fired up and like, yes, I'm ready to reclaim this term, go and decide what does the term CEO mean for you as a mother and business owner? Like maybe there were some aspects of my definition that you loved and really resonated with. Write them down. Maybe there were some that you were like, "Mm, not so much. Fine, throw it away. Find a piece that works for you. But the point is reclaim this term, decide it's for you. And then what do you do with it next? Then leverage that term for yourself and for success in your business. Start having CEO days, CEO retreats or CEO just hours, right? It doesn't have to be a huge amount of time, but having some time where you specifically step into and embody this energy and you rise up so that you can actually see the entirety of your business, you connect with your vision and your mission, and you make decisions that are going to propel you towards that, and you feel connected to your purpose and your higher power while you're doing that and make decisions from that place. That's how you can leverage this now going forward. It's by creating that space within your days or weeks or months or even just quarterly, whatever that looks like or feels appropriate for you. Create that space to step up into this and then make some decisions from that place of being deeply connected to your feminine energy and everything that comes with it and deeply connected to your vision. And so if you have never spent any time um, thinking like the CEO of your business, you wouldn't be alone, my love. Don't make it wrong. But you you know, today can be the first day. My suggestion of the first place to start after you've decided what the term means for you would be that visioning work. Spend some time, get quiet, tune inwards, make sure you've done something so that you feel good first, whatever that looks like to you. And really tune into if anything were possible, because it is, you're limitless. And if anything were available, and if I felt like failure was not an option, because guess what? Failure is only if we actually just give up, right? Um, what would I desire? What would I desire in do a big kind of um, timeline, pick a timeline that feels far enough out that it gives you that permission to really expand your mind into possibility. So you're not getting hung up on the house, let go of the how and really tune into that kind of point in the future could be three years, five years, whatever feels good for you. 
What does your business look like? What kind of income is it making? What kind of impact is it making? What does that mean for you? What does that mean inside of your business? You know, maybe there's things that you would really love to outsource and delegate. Maybe you'd love to build a team. One of my lovely mastermind clients, she wants to have a whole fleet of the people who work for her driving around in branded, I think she said smart cars or minis, like something along those lines. Like she has a really clear vision of this, right? So whatever those things are for you, get really clear on your vision and like, why? Why is it important to you? But in that vision, we want, what does your business look like? What is your business doing? What is it achieving in terms of impact and income? What are you, but also we want to include in that vision, what does your life like? What does your typical working day look like? What are the what is the impact of this vision on your family, on your community? So expand it out. And that's why we're different as mothers and business owners when we become CEOs, because we have an even bigger, more expansive vision, more abundant vision if we choose to. So and that would be my recommendation of taking this and running with it and getting really clear. And that is going to be so exciting for you. And make sure when you're doing that visioning work, you're, you're really tuning inwards. Let it come out of your heart, not your head, because then it will be something that is absolutely um, compelling for you. And that really resonates at a high energetic frequency for you, which guess what? Magnetizes it to you all the quicker. Yay. So are you with me, Limitless Mothers? Are you with me, Limitless CEOs? I want to know if today's episode has fired you up, then I would love for you to share this episode on Instagram. Tag me at Corrie Javid. And do not forget my love. Stepping up into this, even if it feels intimidating, and then adopting the various roles and decision making and learning how to feel into and wield your power for good for good is one of the things that I do with my clients. If you feel like we should be working together this year, don't delay my love. Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. Click on one of the green buttons. There's nothing to be afraid of. It's just you and me and a cup of tea or whatever you want to bring and a very informal, relaxed and easy chat. Let's talk about where you're at in your business, where you would like to take it to, even if you're not even entirely sure we can talk about that as well well. Um, And let's see if the Elevated Abundance Mastermind would be a good fit for you and potentially get you snagging one of those spaces for September. CoryJavid.com forward slash elevate. I have absolutely loved hanging out with you today, my love, and reclaiming this term. I hope I've convinced you. Let me know if I have. If you still have some niggling doubts, I'm here for that too. Send me an email, support at CoryJavid.com. And do not forget, my love, you are limitless and the CEO. Bye for now. So my love, you know what they say, sharing is caring. If you loved today's episode, then help a mother out. I would be so grateful if you would take a screenshot of this episode in your podcast player right now and post it to your Insta stories, tagging me at Corrie Javid and help me get the word out that we get to be successful because we're mothers, not in spite of it. Let's save as many other mothers in biz as we can from this old paradigm of hustle, effort, and sacrifice. And let's spread the word on energy over effort, shall we? Thanks, love.